The Naked DJs Podcast. Are they really naked? We know they expose themselves every day just so they can bring you the best of music. They like to stick it out there for everyone to hear. You can hear their podcast on Anchor.fm, YouTube, and any of your favorite podcast platforms. Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by a special guest that has an in- interesting combination of things going on. He is not only a recording artist, he is a genetic scientist. He's been playing the piano since age five and joined his first rock band at the age of 14. And he's got some big things coming up and the end of this year into next year. So, John Blangero, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. It's a real pleasure. Well, why don't you start off by giving everybody a little bit of background about yourself? Sure. I guess what I'm primarily talking about these days is my musical career. I'm uh, I, uh, am an artist that records under the moniker of Sun King Rising, and I recently had my first album, Delta Tales, come out on the Peacock Sunrise record label. And I would classify the music a kind of retro 1970s, early 1970s, Southern soul, Southern rock with uh, you know, influences of people like Leon Russell, Joe Cocker, Bobby Blue Bland, uh, uh, Dan Penn, and many more. So I'm a piano player and a singer, and my music has a lot of uh, rhythm to it, uh, horn section, gospel type background singers. So it's a, a, a kind of a, 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 a an all around throwback to another era, but still with a modern hint. And um, very excited to be doing this uh, these days. And then I also have this other major career that made uh, has taken up a lot of my life, and that is I'm a biomedical research scientist in the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley School of Medicine. And I'm a, in particular, I'm a geneticist, and I work on uh, the genetics of common diseases like diabetes, heart disease, psychiatric disease. Uh, I do a lot of work in neuroscience in general about the genetics of brain function and uh, uh, fatty liver disease and a whole range of other uh, uh, human health conditions. Tell us how you got started in music and how did you go from music to being a genetic geneticist? Yeah, right. So, well, I started in music very young. I, I first started taking piano lessons when I was five years old. And one of the reasons I'm so uh, kind of uh, have this background in, in, in gospel music is that my teacher would only teach me hymns. And she used to sit on the, the bench beside me and sing hymns into my ear. And so I played a lot of hymns when I was starting to learn music. 
of course, that got old after about five years. And I started to get interested in rock and roll as a kid also. And all those great piano players like Jerry Lee Lewis and Little Richard and things like that. And eventually I, I got into my first rock band around the, I think I played my, my first professional gig at 14 years old and, and bars that I wasn't really allowed to be into. And from that kind of uh, cover band uh, music, this is all around the Pittsburgh area. Uh, I moved on to uh, a all original progressive rock band, kind of progressive and glam band of the time that uh, I started to write music for. And I was the front man then, and I also played some keyboards, but primarily I was the lead singer. And I did that all the way in through my college uh, years. And then I realized that, you know, being a musician is a really tough life and your probability of coming out of it with a, with a uh, satisfying career that can pay all the bills and let you live life the way most people want to live life, the probability that's pretty low. So I was also very good at science, especially in mathematics, mathematics, and I, and I was very interested in human genetics. So I decided to go to graduate school. And I went to graduate school at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, and I got my PhD there. After I finished that, it was it was kind of interesting because I, I my dissertation research was kind of uh, Indiana Jones esque, where I went to Nepal and lived for a year and studied uh, an isolated population off in the hills of Nepal there, about their genetic structure. After that, I came to Texas and I've been in Texas ever since. And I basically have been doing medical research for the uh, ever post uh, PhD. And I'm, uh, I'm actually much, much better known as a scientist than I am as a musician, but I hope to rectify that. <laughs> well, have you done any research with the pandemic, COVID-19, anything like that? actually do. I do quite a lot of research on it. So one of the issues about the, the SARS-CoV-2 infection is that it doesn't affect all people equally. So in one of my hats that I wear, I do a lot of uh, stem cell research. And basically a, a stem cell is a cell that can be turned into any other kind of cell, any other tissue in the body. So my laboratory makes stem cells from easy to get blood cells from individuals. And then we make other kinds of cells. So we're currently making lung cells and, and heart cells and liver cells and certain kinds of brain cells. And we're infecting them with the SARS-CoV-2 virus and digging into What's the underlying genetic factors that also lead to differences between people and how they respond to infection? So, yeah, quite, quite a bit of activity these days around the, the, uh, the pandemic and, and trying to better understand it so that we might be able to find out, you know, who's at risk in a better way than we currently know how. Well, let's talk about your music again. Who are your favorite artists and who do you kind of idolize or write your music after? Sure. There's a lot of them. I 
I must always name Leon Russell first because, you know, Leon was such a great all around musician. Yeah. Uh, wonderful piano player, you know, started way back, even played piano on some Frank Sinatra sessions of all things. And then, you know, came into his own in the rock era and wrote, you know, wrote even things that we would call classics like a song for you and this masquerade. But he was always this incredible piano player, just, you know, wonderful rocking style and effortless. And, and I just always loved the way that he played. And when I first heard him, it was really when he was playing with Joe Cocker and the two of them combined, you know, playing these great uh, soul songs, but, but updating them for the audiences of the time really kind of uh, got me into that whole genre, especially with, you know, bringing horns in, using horn sections to make these soulful kinds of music compositions and, you know, just great all around stage experiences. So he's a big one. Joe Conker as a vocalist was definitely one of my favorites. I'm influenced also by early Elton John, you know, the, the earlier things where he kind of had more of an Americana vibe going. Other great ones are like Dan Penn from Memphis who wrote The Dark End of the Street. Not only a great songwriter, but, but a, a, a great singer also in his own right. And, and just so many old, just so many classics. Like, you know, as I mentioned, Bobby Blue Bland is one of my favorite all-time singers. He can't be touched in terms of soulful delivery and guys like Joe Tex and just, uh, yeah, all around that sort of, of genre has, has been the biggest impact on me. Well, tell us about your music, the album that you just put out last year and yep. any sure. upcoming things that you're working on. Great, great. So my album's called Delta Tales. And as I said, it's on Peacock Sunrise Records. And uh it's uh, it's I wouldn't call it a concept album, but but it has all it's really oriented around a southern theme and a kind of southern noir tales of life, uh, uh, love, sin, redemption, loss, joy, etc. Kind of covering the gamut of of human uh, of the human condition, and. Uh, uh, there were 11 songs and I wrote nine of them. Uh, and they're, it's a, you know, it's varied, covers a lot of different ground. And we've just had uh, so far a, a wonderful response from the critics and the fans. Uh, I've been very happy with how the album has been received. And we're currently pushing a single that's called Free Will in China Blue. That I call that a Southern soul stomper. And it's a, if somebody wants an introduction to my music, that's a good place to start. Features a powerful rhythm section, and great horn section, great female backup vocals, and, and tales that tells a tale of, uh, of uh, a, a, a narrative of a man who goes off the path uh, and finds another woman um, but is espousing that, you know, he knows it's his fault because he has free will. So 
I like to do both the music and I like to write the lyrics. So Delta Tales is really kind of a, a window into how I think songs should go. And to me, the song is the most important part of, of this whole equation. Currently, I'm working on my next album, tentatively to be called Signs and Wonders, which will also come out on Peacock Sunrise record. We're just finishing up the recording of it. We'll probably have the recording done by late November with a release date probably in the spring, we're hoping for. And then, of course, we hope to beat this pandemic and be able to tour and, and bring Sun King Rising music out to audiences around the world. We're we've been doing particularly well in, in Europe and especially in the UK. So we're hoping that we can get some festival action next year. Uh, and uh, just looking forward to taking this band that we're putting together and just amazing players in the band uh, out on the road. Well, when I bring musicians on, I always ask them to do a little acapella so the audience can check out your voice and just hear what you sound like. So why don't you go ahead and give us a little sample real quick. Let's see what I should do then. Here's from Free Will in China. I am a Southern man. I lead a Southern life. Grow in Southern cotton with my Southern wife. But I never had much comfort still somehow. And that's about how it goes. Yeah, that, that's not a fan cool. of uh, not a fan of acapella on a soul song like that, but absolutely caught me off guard. <laughs> well, why don't you? Go I tell ahead. you, let me. So you might want to know where you might want to know where the southern comes from in my history, since I actually grew up around Pittsburgh. But I was born to a southern mother, and basically was raised in a southern culture. So even though I was living in the north, I was basically around the Southern philosophy and Southern religion my whole life. And then I got to Texas as soon as I could to make it all much more uh, possible. Yeah, like you say, you're a Southern man living a Southern life. Well, why don't you go ahead and give out some contact information so people can check out your music and check out everything that you're doing? Sure. So you can find out everything that there is to know about Sun King Rising at sunkingrising.com. You can find the album and practically uh, in most places and certainly on the major streaming services and places like Amazon and Spotify and Pandora. If you're interested in vinyl, we also have a vinyl version of Delta Tales and that's probably best bought on bandcamp.com just look for sun king rising and uh, uh like i say most things can be found on on sunkingrising.com tell us how you came up with the name sun king rising that's it that's kind of interesting too so it was actually uh i have been called the sun king for many years and it actually comes from my genetics career I'm a rather flamboyant speaker and I give a lot of talks all over the world. I think I think I have flown 4 million miles total in my life, mainly giving scientific talks around universities and medical schools around the world. 
anyway, I'm kind of flamboyant. I dress flamboyantly. I often wear long coats and I have long hair. And somebody said that I looked like uh, uh, Louis the Fourteenth, the Sun King, the French Sun King, and the name stuck. So I became the Sun King. And originally we were calling it the Sun King Reborn. And then the record company said, we want something a, even a bit more positive than that. So let's let's try Sun King Rising. And I like the sound of it and it's stuck. And that's what we've been calling it ever since. Well, you got any final thoughts before we close it out? No, I just hope that, uh, you know, I, I like to bring a positive message also with my music. There are some songs, the song, the album end, ends with a song called Let There Be Light. And, you know, coming out of this dark period of the pandemic, we certainly need some light. So I really hope that music can make people feel better these days and make them see that the future is all going to get better. And then also as a scientist, I also want to... Um, convey that I do believe that this is something that we will beat and put behind us uh, in the foreseeable future. Ladies and gentlemen, sunkingrising.com. Go check it out. Also, be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible after listening. Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. John, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Curtis. Really appreciate it. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. dream.